All right, here with Cora on the very first episode of After the Show. We're going to be breaking down the Black Mirror. So is that is so is Black Mirror a Netflix original? It is. Okay, yeah, I was like, I couldn't really tell. I was looking up. Uh, I I some think stuff so. About it. I thought it was too. It says Netflix at the top of it, which. We should get get the mic super close. We're still figuring out our audio. So uh, I think I think that we've got uh, got the best audio down for now, but we're always getting better. And this is an audio only podcast for after the show. So get my uh, I have some notes here over the black mirror to share. Get those pulled up. I've been working on my is uh, we're gonna I'm gonna do a solo podcast on my first episode of 1968 Unraveled History Unraveled, where I'm gonna be talking about LBJ's address, uh, State of the Union address, and uh, kind of some of his other programs he was trying to push at the time. It's gonna be good. I'm excited. So. What uh what if you were telling somebody what Black Mary is, what like what would you what would how would you describe it? I mean, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is every time I think about it, it's kind of futuristic, but near futuristic. Yeah, for sure. Not totally like agree. yeah. Um kind of twisted, futuristic, technological I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely, I think it depicts what the future could look like. I think that's what they're trying to do with the spin on the Black Mirror is you're looking into a possible future where certain technologies have really spun society in a certain direction. And that's what I feel like every episode like highlights that in in a way, even so like that for the first episode is the reason that I didn't get into the show like two years ago because you were watching it and I was asleep and I woke up and there was a guy having sex with a pig and it was very disturbing and and I, I just got, didn't get it you know and then I came back and I actually watched that episode a couple of days ago and it was it was pretty good but um, and just so the audience knows I got relentless shit over what I was watching that day because that is a very terrible thing to wake up to from a nap and watch your wife watching this man having sex with a pig. Yeah. And I never thought when I started that series that that was going to happen. That's a, I mean, how are you going to come at an audience <laughs> with that as the first episode? But like, so <clears throat> little, little background on that episode with the kidnapping of the lady. And then they like, Act like they cut her finger off. She's like, what, a, a, princess, a princess royalty? Yeah. So they're always playing on, uh, well, I'd say like at least one episode a season they play on politics pretty hard. Mm -hmm. So this one they let out with politics. And what was it like? Was it the prime minister that had to that had to hook up with the, the pig on TV? Mm. I don't remember. Yeah. But it was super disturbing. Yeah, I believe so. I believe it was the prime minister. Yeah, so... <clears throat> That happens, but it's all like done by like isn't like an artist who's like uh, actually cut his own finger off and acted like it was the princess's finger, 
Well, you know, I didn't get to finish that episode because you woke up and interrupted that episode. <laughs> well, so <laughs> just to give you the, the end game and you should go back and rewatch it or whatever, maybe or or maybe not. It's super sad because like it goes like a year after that guy does that. But they found the princess like 30 minutes before he went on air. Uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like it was all uh, like, uh, yeah. And then the, the guy, the artist who had kidnapped the princess, cut off his own finger, like hangs himself. And it's just like a big like political statement, I guess you could say, which they didn't go into what like I, I don't really remember what the disagreement was with the parliament or or a policy or a certain politician with why she was kidnapped and what his agenda was. But super disturbing see and that's the thing is season one only has three episodes and this is the deal with that is if you're able to make it through the first episode and make it through the pig scene you will be caught up in this emotional just ride and, and feeling a lot of empathy for these characters like i didn't know that they found the princess 30 minutes before he went on air and that makes me so sad for that guy because that's such a humiliating oh, terrible yeah. terrible Worst nightmare ever thing to ever and then, have to do. And then do. they're like talking about it a year later and his wife like walks up the stairs and he's like, oh, hey, please, dear, no. It's it, so sad. I, yeah, they, you know, they play on like shame a lot. Mm -hmm. Definitely, like yeah. Like social shame. A lot of social shame goes on in these, uh, in this series. And, and that, like I said, you know, back to this season one only having three episodes is you get caught up. It, it seemed like, so much longer than just three episodes because you get caught up in these people's personal lives. Well, and not all the episodes too are just like 45 minutes long. Yes. I believe like one of the episodes was like a, an hour and 30 minutes long in like season two or something I, Yeah, like I think that. that was the special, the White the Christmas. The White Christmas, yeah. yeah. So that was called National Anthem, first episode National Anthem. The, maybe, maybe the most disturbing episode. Mm. But so, um, and really I don't feel like other than like they play on like terrorism with with the kidnapping and the demands and that that seemed to be the angle they were working was was a, like terroristic act but um i feel like they didn't really like give you like all the futuristic yeah. stuff that's like i find Very to be little. the most interesting about the show which like so episode 2 is like a total alternate reality and all of this is set in Europe, to um, to my knowledge, and maybe Great Britain only. I don't really know. They don't go into, like, really specific location names uh, that I picked up on watching m these episodes just one time each or whatever. But um, that second episode where the, the 15 million merits where they have to the bike pedaling mm -hmm. technology. The avatars. Yes. Super weird. Um I had a like I, I was like trying to figure that episode out and then I like okay like th this is like maybe like uh, almost like it had like a divergent feel to it. To it did have a divergent feel. Where it's like that's I wonder what the rest of society looks like. I know? mean I'm surprised they didn't play off of that too and also do some um, kind of alternate places like that in different you know future episodes. Well I I kind of feel like they did um, in. Uh, Let's see which one was it. I think it was season three, um, uh, Men Against Fire, where they had like the roaches. I don't think that was an alternate. Well, I guess that's a military yeah. sect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely that's have some true. comments on that one because that was like one of my favorites. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that I for just later. Went back and watch it, so we'll go. We'll go in order by 
by season or, or series. So uh, with this being the second, um, the second episode, once again, super emotionally, like I just feel so bad for these characters like that. Okay. So you have, you earn these merits and you can spend these merits on your food. It's like Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah virtual. Like it's like a virtual currency and, and you ride your bike and the bike powers like all of society like all of the like the grid or whatever, and then you get paid per like I guess hour that you ride the bike mm -hmm. to power all of everything that's going on, your avatar and everything. You live in a little cell type thing. Okay, so what confused me the most about that is why are they forcing them to watch porn? Did you notice the only way yeah, you had to spend your credits to get? I think it's just like it's like an ad. I know. Well, but that, like, that's like I, I know. I think that like in that reality, like they're depicting like. Because you remember, so, like, the 15 million merits, like, this guy has his crush on this girl, and then there's, like, you know, you kind of see some annoying people around. Like, you can connect with, like, two or three other characters in the episode that they kind of play on. Like, the girl you that likes him that you kind of feel bad for because he likes the other mm -hmm. girl, and he spends all of his money so she can go beyond, like, their version of, like, America's Got Talent or, or Br Br Britain's Got Talent or whatever it is, where these, like, three people, like, put you up there and... What she goes in to sing this weird song that they play on in every season. Um, uh, what's she said it called? Uh, it's called Anyone. Anyone who knows what love <laughs> is. Yeah, so they play on that like in several different episodes, um, at least three that I remember. But uh, and then the special. So in e yeah, four, in every season. I guess four total times, but. Um, I thought uh, I thought it was a weird little worker society with the bike pedaling, and when they go to this little thing, like he uh, he goes with her and she does this thing, and they just kind of humiliate her, like publicly shame her, and like offer her a spot on like what like a porn feed or something. Yeah, they say that you know there's enough singers in the world, uh, but you're pretty, so you should be on our porn site. Porn videos. Yeah. So and and they like don't they don't they get oh so they give they, you this thing to like make you more agreeable right mm -hmm. so they get you out there and they drug yeah. you up so um, so you'll agree to whatever they propose for you yeah so then the guy that had the crush on her that spent the money he kept the container that apparently like you can't have any like propaganda laying around like that like he like hid that you under basically his can't have any property yeah ex yes yeah exactly um what she made him like a little origami thing mm -hmm. and it like got taken away so they control i guess there's like a big element of, con of governmental control or or social control in some way for whatever whatever reason that's what i like they don't really go into it a whole lot so they leave you like your room to um use your imagination and i kind of i kind of dig that because it's like it's not just the same narrative or society that's depicted in like all your sitcoms um so well and i guess we didn't even say this about black mirror though but every episode is kind of connected but totally different storylines there's not like it's a like it's like it's it's uh it's weird it's like a, a universe i guess but it's um it's all it's all alternate realities, but but there's like uh, some similar threads that bind it all together, for sure. Um, so the guy uh, she gets rushed off to be on the porn 
channel thing streams i think they call them yeah and he spent all of his all, he spent of his, all money. Of his money so he starts working overtime on the bike and like earns the 15 million merits and he goes on there and he he has this like piece of glass how did he get that piece of glass I, they didn't really go into that how and he then he that. takes the little thing and they try and give him the thing to make him more agreeable he's like oh i already drank it and uh but he's not and he goes out and he does this crazy boom boom he dance. does a dance uh that reminded me of that dirty vega music video day go days yeah. go by yeah for sure and um so he does this crazy dance and he pulls the glass out and he's like oh, i'm gonna kill myself you're gonna listen to me i'm crazy and i hate this weird bike worker society and you stole my girlfriend and blah 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 and they're like we love you we're going to give you your own stream where he gets to just get on there and say crazy stuff about, I guess, like the government. Yeah. Well, and that's what's sad is like in the end of that episode, and he, he gave he's in like to living, exactly yeah, and what. He's like living it up, too. So he has like the nice, the nice apartment, not that's the little the thing, glass cell where he like, has to pay to not watch the porn ads. I don't think he's really living it up, though. You know, he's just, a, he just, he's taking advantage. It's so it's funny either... because he has to like, it shows him filming it and he has to like hold the glass to his throat like yeah. he did in the trial. It's like the whole time you're like, I'm going to slit my throat. I'm crazy. And you're going to listen to me talk. It's super interesting. Weird. Yeah, but I don't think he's living it up. I think it's because basically they, they give him a choice. You will either go back to your bike and ride and live in your little cell or you will give in to these offers that we're giving you to do I know it's like different. people are willing to do anything other than what they're doing. Maybe mm -hmm. that's what they're trying to trying to get across. People are just like all are always looking for the next big thing. Yep. So that was one of my favorite episodes of the whole Yeah, that was a really series. good one. That so that was the first episode I ever saw. Cause like I was like, okay, I've I've heard about this show. Joe, we're talking about it on Joe Rogan all the time, and they're talking about these technologies with, that exist. Which, uh, like I said, that was the thing about the first episode is the technologies didn't exist. So, um, but on the pig episode, uh, it like it didn't really hook me in. Like I'm glad I watched this episode first because it was like, okay, alternate reality, different like futuristic society with the weird bicycle peddlers that power things and this weird pathway to social mobility that is kind of like American Idol. <laughs> yeah. Like they even had like the Simon, like uh, the girl and the two guys and then like it was just I, I don't yeah know it was like the it. jerk guy who i guess you could say was like back in the day people would view as like simon cowell and then paula abdul the lady you know good looking nice looking lady and then i mean then they had a black guy as the other one but i will say this like that episode uh what what was uh what was the third person's name on american idol i can't remember his name but that's what was so sad is like they depicted some really ugly characters like all of those judges were terrible. Like they were yeah, mean. That, that was, uh, yeah, that that was yeah for sure. And then like the whole them giving you the drink thing that makes you agreeable or whatever that was disturbing. Um, so third episode in the first season. Also, probably my top favorite. The entire history of you. That's the the mm -hmm. redo technology where that mm -hmm. you can replay. You have the implant in behind your ear and like your the base of your skull, right? And you can replay, like, starts off with this guy in this weird business meeting, and they're like, they say, the guy's like, oh, you We you'll, hope 
we to see you soon. No, yes, we hope to hear from you again soon. We it's hope a, that we will hear we, that we will call to hear you some, soon. Some yeah, funny something. play on words where they're like, "Yeah, dude, you suck," and uh, you're gonna be lucky if we call you back. Probably not gonna take the time to do that. Like that was the point, and like they kept he like kept replaying it. And then they were like almost made him replay it in front of the whole party. Yeah, he went to a dinner. He later that night he went to a dinner party with his wife and her old group of friends, and he obviously was a little touchy on how that interview went. And that group again, just kind of depicting some mean people, were wanting him to replay it. Say, "Oh, hey, replay your interview. We'll tell you where you messed up." Pretty much. And then that one guy, what was the dude's name? Do you? Remember? I don't remember any. I don't remember names. his name. I don't. Yeah. There's I mean, so many characters. You exactly. Can't remember their names. Exactly. But so he's like um, the guy that like jumps in to rescue him or yeah. whatever. And then that is actually the guy sleeping with his wife. That is the dad of his kid. That what he thinks to be his kid so this whole episode starts off with him like looking into and replaying these interactions from that night and like pretty much deducing through like drinking a bunch of alcohol and stuff that his wife had been with this guy previously and he didn't know about that so that's this is where it's really i feel like the the technology of the near future comes into the biggest play because all of the well you can choose to get this implant yeah because there's that one lady at the party that's like oh no i had mine taken out no she didn't choose to someone 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 attacked her and took it out and sold it to someone else so it's like it kind of puts you in danger too because that's a people will it's like people ripping out people's teeth for money don't have it maybe like exactly like like older generation of people don't have it. you can choose not to get it it's people are choosing to get the implant and um, and so that's the thing is like you you have these cool futuristic things, but at the expense of driving yourself crazy, replaying everything you did wrong or everything your partner did wrong or you said you were going to take out the trash and let me replay it for you. And, you know, like you think that things like that seem like a really cool thing until it starts messing with people's lives because I mean, I like I, I did like how dude went over to dude's house and was like, know, you're going to erase it. That's I'm exactly gonna make you erase this. And in this because that's the thing you can er- like erase your memories like it's like stored on a hard drive. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I didn't like necessarily that that part or whatever, but like just the fact, you that know, it's that like, you would have done that. He- yeah. Yeah. Well, OK. So <laughs> the guy had these memories of like banging that dude's wife saved on his hard drive and he would replay and he it. made like jokes about it at the dinner yeah at dinner he's it, like oh you know at night i leave my beautiful woman upstairs and i go down and replay past nights and that's when that dude started to catch on yeah and he's like yeah you are watching replays of my wife having sex with you from a deleted. previous rela- they were in a relationship years and years and years before and he saved those memories and watches them. And how would that make you feel to know that some person can watch your partner in, in their most vulnerable time and just replay them naked over and over and over? And you have no control over it unless you go to their house and put like speaking break of bottle. going to your house. That guy was going to his house when he was not there, like previously, and hooked up with mm, his wife yeah. and got her pregnant. And then that guy thought that it pretty much ruins his whole dude's life. And doesn't it like depict with him like being homeless or something? No, what he does, well, maybe, but it the major scene that got me was he ripped out his 
Oh implant. yeah, yeah, yeah. He ripped out his implant or whatever. He had like a kind of a flashback to that girl saying how hers got ripped out because it was driving him crazy. All he would do is replay images of his yeah. wife like walking up and down the stairs. Because no, he lived the in the old times. house, the happy times, and that's just so so sad. It that's the thing. Like again, season one wrapped me in because of just these emotions I felt for these poor individuals who were really stuck in these really terrible circumstances. This is a super depressing episode for sure. Really depressing. Like I still think about it. Really, really sad. Huh. So see, episode two and episode three are in my top three favorite episodes. Of for sure. I, I really, I liked both of those a lot. Um, so season two, also three episodes. Um, did you watch the, uh, be right back the one with the yes. the weird clone uh-huh so i talked to someone and they were like oh yeah that episode because i was telling them about what my favorite episode was and they were like the one where the, the guy dies and she makes the clone of him oh, and i was like no see and that was kind of that was weird later. for me that I, was I didn't, super weird yeah like i just didn't you know i mean it was it was I, i'm glad i watched it but i would never do something like that like that freaked me out uh. Super. So, like, here's the background of the that episode is that there is uh, the lady's husband goes out and um, she's pregnant and he goes to, like, the store or something and, like, has a wreck and dies. Is that, it, like, doesn't come back for whatever reason. Gets attacked. I don't know what the deal is. but He had a car accident. He went to drop off, like, their vehicle. He's no longer him. with us. And um, so she, like, has finds out about the service where you can, like, upload all these videos and stuff and then basically have a text conversation with... Um, kind of like an AI version of your um, spouse or whatever. Yeah, so what they do is they look at all of your Facebook statuses, your Twitters, all of your, uh, any sort of recordings or home videos, and they create an AI version of, and of what that person would say if you were to talk to them. So it's things that they say a lot, and, and you can kind of um, get their humor and their just the way that they speak and talk and she can call that AI service. Yeah. And so it goes from like tech, like chatting, like with an AI person that acts like, uh, or an AI entity or whatever online that acts like your husband to talking on the phone. It's his voice. Cause you upload the videos and then it goes from that. Like he's like, like they're always like kind of upselling, like, you know, there is another level of the service available. And then that other level is like they send this crazy weird clone thing that births in the bathtub of her house. <laughs> and then that that just oh, hit a whole weird. other weird, freaky, weird level for me at that point. Yeah, I just and, and she has sex with that. Oh, gross yeah. you're totally correct and like that the personality is so bland it's just like so like following commands like just like probably and it can't leave without her you can't go it more can't than 25 go. feet yeah something of of the place it was birthed which is what's so weird is like how they close out that episode how like it's like the kid's birth like 10th birthday or something they're like she's like oh i want to go upstairs and see so and so and they like go upstairs and like like she eats a piece of cake or like two pieces of cake or I don't know. But it's just super weird that like, oh, we're going to hide this clone of your dad up in the attic away yeah. from because she's like, like she should have just pushed him or had him jump off the cliff. That's weird. Yeah. 
I wonder how much money she spent on that thing. See, that's the thing they don't really go into is the economics of it, like in that later episode, which we'll get to in a second, about the mom and the daughter. But anyway, so uh, weird clone episode. Uh, Definitely not one of my favorites. And I'll like mention here the very first episode of season three. I don't think you watched it. I didn't finish it because it super got on my nerves. I'll talk about that in a minute, too. But, okay, so this was probably my favorite episode, the second episode in the second season. It's definitely top three for me. The White Bear, the criminal punishment, alternate reality. So what's special about that is their creativity of this girl waking up, and she's automatically the protagonist. And I think that that actress is in, like, three episodes, if I'm not mistaken. You think so? Yeah. And that's also, too, something about Black Mirror is there's not really famous people in the first couple seasons. I bet they're famous in, like, Great Britain, Europe. But then famous Americans start getting involved in season four. Oh, I noticed that. Yeah, that was interesting, which I guess they've had, like, different directors and a lot of different stuff involved. Uh, And I bet it's just, like, picked up steam because... You know, I will say that they do play, they start to play on the same concepts of like the the cookies and things like that. And like the brain implants, they start to really, I, I bet they like saw the positive reactions they got from like season one on certain, certain, certain aspects episodes, yeah. uh, that they went into and are like, okay, we're going to build on that. Because it, see, that's well, and it's like, the most interesting stuff. That's what too. I'm saying. It's like, those are the threads that kind of bind it all together, you know, that make it like, even though it's all like. It's like a, an X-Files monster of the week in, in a mm-hmm. way, but it's like a different, um, it's not, it's not related to a main narrative, so to speak, but the, like, you know, Scully and would, and, uh, Duchovny, they would be the threads. Yeah. But again, back to this white bear episode. So like you, you join the first beginning of the episode and you see this woman and she's afraid and scared and. There's people that are coming to murder her, and she's got to run. Everyone's taking pictures of her and not helping her. And she, you, she, she's the protagonist. You know, and you, you are immediately, on her side. You feel sorry for her. Yeah. You immediately feel you sorry empathize. for her. You immediately want her to survive. You want her to win. And then she's not the good guy. Yeah, you know what? She doesn't even know she's not the good guy. Exactly. And it looks like she like had previously slit her wrist, and she has this weird memory of this kid. And like you think it's her daughter and she thinks it's her daughter. She's like, I keep having, I think this girl's my daughter. Like, I think I've got a daughter. And yeah, she was, but time to find out she's super messed up in the head. And she was a criminal that had killed this girl that she had the picture of with her. No, watched her like fiance or husband burn the child or something like out in this wooded area. They kidnapped her and then they killed her. Uh, And then they play on like that exact wooded area Mm -hmm. they use to like as a part of her punishment. So like in this, like there's like basically you're being hunted. So she comes out of this thing and like everybody's filming her like straight, like just weird. Like everybody's filming you, but not paying attention to you. And like won't interact with you, and then she, then somebody like rolls. Like the, I remember when this happened. Like dude rolls up, has this weird mask on <laughs> with yeah. this weird symbol, and like gets up out the car and goes to the trunk and opens the trunk and then gets, gets a, gun. a gun. I was like, hell no! 
that i, I would just like it's like why carver. are you just standing there yes oh my god the crazy goat face lady <laughs> with the fillet knife yeah. like my dad would like fillet fish with that like when we go fishing when we were kids and i would just be like oh i can't imagine getting hit with that there's a movie that uh mike and i have actually both seen it and talked about it called maximum overdrive and uh, it's, a, it's like an early emilio estevez movie where like alien technology takes over automobiles and like anything electronic and they use one of those fillet knives and they hit somebody with it in like one of the first scenes and i was just like i saw it when i was a kid at my grandparents house scarred to this day like oh oh but so yeah what's scary about this white bear episode is that i mean it's Kind of, it's like a weird way to punish people for the crimes they've yeah, committed. Yeah, it's like they're it's a psychological he, crime. Like they put, uh, they put her up in this hotel room at the end of each thing, at the end of each cycle or whatever. So, um, the guy that's hunting her, it, he plays this other character. So she like escapes with this one lady, and then she's like losing it. She has like a glitch in her, like, um, like just like I've drugged her up or whatever, like a glitch in her implant if there's implants. But um, like they, this guy picks them up. It's like, come on, come with me. And she's like, I think I know you. And they end up going to that weird wooded area where that girl apparently got burned. And there's like, it's like straight up like out of hostel. There's like all these torture, crazy freaking like people crucified on trees. And like, he's going to like, do crazy stuff to her and her friend and he's like like you think that they're both being kidnapped and going to be tortured by this like people who are like paying to hunt you like you're formulating all these ideas about what could possibly be going on but what is actually going on is that that lady um who has the images of her daughter or whatever that saw the guys being hunted and chased by these people and narrowly getting away and allying with this other girl she thinks is helping her and then they both end up in the woods this guy's just gonna base he's calling like hey i'm here come here we're gonna we're gonna kill him and that one girl gets away and then the girl with the um the memories of the kid is actually just a convict and this is her punishment for her to every day be totally terrified and think that she's gonna die um, and put in all these horrible situations. And that guy is like a TV producer, basically. It's a really scary way. I mean, you know, if, if that's what the near future can do, don't commit any crimes, ladies and gentlemen, because that's a terrible way. Well, that is way worse than sitting in a cell. Well, and I wonder scary. if that's like the, like, um, so they played on this in future episodes. Like, I wonder, so that's like the punishment. Like, she is each day, like, put up in this room, drugged, starts and it starts over the next day and she has little to no memories and they're like debriefing the audience like she did throw a projectile on this day don't interact with her you could like laying out the rules for all the people that are on the show filming her so like she like wakes but like what if that is just um like they did that like with a camera crew production whatever you know like made it like where she ends up on stage and they tell her what she did like, she has no memory of her pre previous crimes, and they tell her, like, here's what you're on this show for. Because you committed these crimes. You killed this little girl, and now you're going to be on this show for, like, the rest of Like, this is your sentence. Like, that was super creative, but they did that in future episodes with, like, the virtual reality thing and the cookie thing. And I thought that was super cool. Or, like, the, like the carbon copy of your mm -hmm. consciousness. Scary. Weird. So... That white bear one, super crazy, one of my favorites, uh, but super disturbing. Like, that's like I have, like, notes, like, super depressing, super weird, super disturbing. 
Mm. So that, like, you know, it, it, a lot of them have like a weird, like high art yeah. feel to them. Like there's like, I like the episode with the bees. Anyway, so we'll get to that. Uh, so. Hey, it's me, Waldo. It's me, Waldo. That was, I, I like that episode. Um, so that was another like politi- yeah, yeah, political I, episode. I'm not as much into the political episodes. Yeah. I, I like the ones that are more personal and emotional. Yeah, they played on the personal side though. Like I really they empathized did. with the Waldo. characters. <laughs> so like Waldo is like a, like a basically. An avatar type. An thing. avatar type. A cartoon. A cartoon character dog. Like family guy. A blue, a blue bear. Blue bear. He's a blue bear, and he's perverted Very. and vulgar. Mm-hmm. And he runs against this guy in political office, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Well, multiple people. Yeah, and then so, like, the guy that operates the Avatar ends up kind of falling for this female candidate in the race. And then kind of she starts ignoring him because people are like, you can't talk to him. He's well, why you're running a big mockery and you're running against him. And then this other guy who's coincidentally, actually, you know what this, there are some famous people. I noticed this in another episode too. That guy that's the politician in that episode is in game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. He's the, um, uh, the Tully, I think it is that gets kidnapped. He's related to Rob Stark's mom, Catelyn Stark. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, I, I did notice a couple of um, Game of Thrones actors in there. The other one would be Sir Braun of the Blackwater. He played in that one episode with the the weird um, black male. Yeah. So, but so Waldo goes up against this other guy from Game of Thrones, and um, he has a falling out with his girlfriend, and he's basically his whole life gets it's ruined. Not his girlfriend; it's a girl that he slept with once that he liked. Well, yeah, and she left him, and they kind of play on like his his character. Like, well, he just realizes how stupid it is, really. You know what he's doing, and how he and he just gets not. He's like not into it anymore. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. And they're basically like, Well, you know, we're gonna be done with you. And when they keep his character going, they do the thing. And like, it becomes like, they're like leveraging, trying to leverage. He's like, Hey, you know, you're not going to win here, but we're going to take Waldo and we're going to, you know, he can Google things. There's a team of people behind him. We can put him on national debates and make him this political character. And I thought that was super weird. Well, and that's, this is the episode where at the end he's homeless and oh yeah, yeah. that was super I mean sad. he lost all of his opportunities and no one else like and he wasn't really that talented that's the thing is that's what people are saying when they figured out who was behind Waldo they're like yeah you're a dude who you know well you know they were just assassinating his character he's like a comedian and like had done like some sketch comedy and stuff he's like a um, he couldn't get rehired for anything else he's like a Nick Swartzen he's Nick Swartzen he's a British Nick Swartzen and He's, you know, doing some comedy and he has his character and yeah, he's doing really, really well. Yeah. He might've done other things if, yeah, but then, then too. So that's why like, I didn't, I mean, this is an okay episode. I liked it, but like, I don't really like the political episodes either. Like that is like my least favorite side. I know that like I'm doing this, um, probably I wouldn't say ultra political run of episodes on history unraveled, but that's actually my least favorite thing to talk about when it comes to history is politics. Um, or you can't not talk about it, but that's why I don't, out of all the themes of the episodes, I like, kind of like you said, I don't like 
the political ones uh, nearly as much, and that being like the pig episode and the Waldo episode. So that's season one and season two that both kind of play on these weird um, political episodes and, and these kind of alternate realities. So Avatar VR sort of weird political episode. Yeah, and it kind of shows like season two um – you know, it starts in February of 2013. That's when they air these. So it's pull, February. Pull the, pull the mic up to your face a little bit. So it's, it's February of 2013 uh, that these episodes are airing. And then White Christmas, which is the special, is not aired until December 16th, 2014. That is a long time after February 26, 2013. Yeah, see, I was reading something about that. I don't really know what the story is on it, but I, f I think that they just... Um, I think they might have had some switching directors or maybe that's when it like came on Netflix and it picked up steam. I don't know. Like, like I said, I just started hearing him talk about it on Joe Rogan, like him and Eddie Bravo both talked about it like several times and maybe Brendan Schwab. And I was like, this seems awesome. I've got to give it a second chance. Even though a dude had sex with a pig in the first episode, I'm going to give it a second chance. And I'm glad I, I did. So like I've watched all the episodes now, except for, um, the f all of the first episode in season three and i'll kind of tell you why i didn't like that so we got um we're 36 minutes in when we have 13 episodes left to talk about we're gonna have to fly through them no we're not <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep dragging this out so the special white christmas the, that is also in my top three favorites that's probably my favorite one um it's definitely top three the introduction of the cookie the cookie. I do it all for the cookie. What? The cookie. So the cookie is... You can take your cookie. Basically, it's your consciousness. It's like, so like if I took an imprint of your consciousness right now and uploaded it onto a cloud, and like they pitch it as like the, your consciousness is working for you, right? It's like it's going to toast your bread. It's going to do all the medial tasks that you don't want to have to think about doing, right? So I like, and they play on the cookie later on. They play on it like three different ways mm -hmm. in this episode. They also introduce this blocking technology mm. in this episode. Oh, Brian told me after this episode, <clears throat> you better never block me. You better never block me. Like, okay, so the blocking technology is crazy. Like, it can either be like imposed as like a restraining order type by law enforcement. And like that block will stay on like forever, right? Even if... It's not legit, so like I will go into that with the guy's daughter later. But um, so <clears throat> there's three three tiers of that episode. There's the guy that is talking, that's like programming and toasting the you know toasting the bread and pro and talking to this consciousness that this lady had developed of herself, and that's not like the intro of the cookie. So that's part of the episode, and they we the guy that's doing that goes into his backstory. Yeah, basically there's two guys and w each of them tell their backstory. So there's the present and then there's one guy's backstory and then the other yeah, guy's backstory. Yeah, and it starts off with the guy that's talking to the cookie, the lady that whose consciousness was just created, who's pissed about it. She doesn't want to be in this weird Yeah, he's well state. he's telling the guy, okay, so these two guys are in this house and it's like snowy and stuff and he's cooking and 
he's trying to get this guy to like loosen up and talk a little bit. So he's like, all right, I'm going to talk about myself. And he's like, I bet you would never guess what my occupation was. You never guess what my job was. And his job was to basically like train these cookies to do their tasks. No, he basically, um, like he said, like gets them to break mentally because that's the thing. It's like they play on that in the USS Callister episode, first episode season one, where it's like the the cookies season are, four. Or, I'm sorry, season four. The cookies are never happy about being alive. It's like honestly, like okay, so like um, in that Netflix show that we're going to talk about later on, Dark. It's like it, it's like almost like a time travel thing. Like you know, like when you go back and there's like two versions of yourself, like uh, like Michael J. Uh, J. Fox running into himself, mm -hmm. uh, a version of himself, or running into himself. While his when time old, like yeah. when he's time traveling, so like in Back to the Future Two, when he goes back to 1955 and sees him in 1955 mm -hmm. playing Johnny Be Good or whatever, it's like that sort of paradigm is what um, like gets introduced. It's like there's it's also in Harry Potter. It's mm -hmm. like that. yeah, exactly. But it's they, they're not like oh, we're just like so. You got to think about it. Hermione and that that version of Hermione and Harry basically fade into disexistence. Like they're no longer. Or it's a constant running clock of, you know, parallel realities, exactly parallel yeah. universes and stuff. But that's but that's not really kind of what's going on with the cookie. Yeah, well, it is because like I mean, it is and it isn't mm -hmm. because it is because they're not happy about being like, oh, what, what? Like I don't get to live a normal life. It's like that copy of that person forward is just a copy, and like they have all the base level needs of a human or whatever, and he like makes it seem like it's six months yeah but for, you, oh, for him it's like 30 yeah 30 seconds uh, yeah it's like it's like a double consciousness and it's just sad they feel trapped but yeah so that's what that guy goes into his background and actually I'll be right back. part of what he did part of what he did is he you know he's telling this guy um, why can he found himself in the predicament he is? And it's because he was doing this futuristic, near futuristic dating service where these guys who couldn't normally get a date or didn't feel like they were confident enough to get a date by themselves basically have these people in their ear telling them what to say. So they go into these clubs and you have like a group of people saying, okay, all right, Tommy, um, look around you. Okay, yeah, see that girl over there? I want you to uh, go up and, and tell her, um, like, he's got a certain baseline that he uses, like a pickup line. So um, they basically give him lines to pick up women at this club. And, um, and that's why this episode is really long, because you have so many storylines kind of coming into play. So this guy... Um, and every so there's a group of people too watching it so everyone can see what this guy at this club is doing and which means that if he gets to take you know if he scores and gets a woman to come home with him all of those men or whoever can watch him having sex with this woman he picked up at the club which is exactly what happened his his lines worked and so this woman hears him talking to himself, which he's not really talking to himself. He's talking to the guys, telling him what to say. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And um, she thinks that he's like, you know, got voices in his head. That he's a little crazy. 
and she legitimately is you know she definitely has some voices in her head and um she thinks that he is kind of on the same page as her and anyway she takes him back to her place and she kills him and um so all of these guys who watched it are in a way guilty and this man who was in that house uh kept kind of telling his backstory um this man who was given him the main tips of what to do is now kind of part of a crime because he watched it and he didn't do anything about it and he didn't turn himself in and then his wife turned him in his wife turned him in and did i bet she blocked him did she block him oh she definitely him. blocked him and that's like that's way so they play on the blocking technology hard did we just even say like what the blocking is which i'm sure if you're listening to this so you like probably buzzes watched you it. out it makes you like um, a blurb just... yeah like you know like uh what do they call it like uh on the TV, you know, where it's just like, just like black and white and like, like, yeah. you know, an old TV without a yeah, ecstatic. Yeah. So like you, you can't, can't hear see, what they say. They can't, can't see, see or you. Hear. They can't see or hear. Yeah. It's just for both people. It's like that. Yeah. They're just a blur. So the guy he's talking to, it Is, goes into how the blocking technology was used against him by his, his girlfriend, girlfriend who... who Got pregnant, was going to get an abortion. She did not want to be pregnant, and she wanted an abortion, and he did not want an abortion. And she, and it's the reason why. Because he's like, you know, like, we're fine. We can have this kid. Everything she cheated. Be. It wasn't his kid. And here's the it's deal. The Asian guy's kid. Yeah, her coworker, who Ugh. he's in the scene in one of the beginning scenes where um, he's, okay, so they're doing like a double date. And this guy is like, man, he's not really into her, but she's really into him. And the reason why is because that that guy was screwing his wife, and he was so into her. in this in this episode they play on that song again, and also Anyone. so also the episode like that you talked about, you really like the entire history of you. Mm -hmm. I felt like there's a lot of similarities in that episode. In well, episode. the reason why is because the kid was not the same. <laughs> You know, like that was the same idea at the end. You find out that this child from this relationship, there's unfaithful partners. And that's why it's so sad. This man spends his entire life, um, not his entire life. He's just like the past five or six years trying to track down. His wife totally disappeared, blocked him. Well, oh, he yeah. knew that every Christmas he goes to, she goes to her dad's house. So every Christmas he would watch from a distance and watch his wife and this little girl and her face was blurred and stuff. Yeah. And though it's crazy, it wasn't even his daughter. It was blocked even though like, so she it blo blocks I offspring. The court blocks offspring. Uh, was it the court or does she have control no, over she, what she her got, daughter? She got a, um, so like he wouldn't leave her alone. She left him mm -hmm. she, and he wouldn't leave her alone. So sh she blocked him at first, but then like it, she got it like a restraining order got the well, cops I mean, involved it, I mean, yeah but i mean like if you have some dude following you and your daughter whether or not it's his daughter you can get that restraining order yeah so well and so the courts wrote it down like that daughter was so she got she got the block too or that was just a, a loophole one or the other like because it, it, it turned out not to be his daughter and he when he finds that out like so she, the mom had died so the block has been lifted so he goes out to the cabin where he'd watched him every summer that where he'd like the whole episode with him and that girl starts off like him picking her up from that cabin and that he said the dad never liked him and blah 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 and he sees that the girl is asian and it's like oh that's why his wife didn't want to have the baby yes is because he would know but she did want to have the baby. And she left She him. didn't want to have an abortion. That's why she left him is so she could have her baby so with another man.
So he hits the grandpa over the head with a, a globe and turns out that um, the guy that um, led that um, crazy online dating thing that got that dude poisoned because he ended up the one person he hooked up with was the crazy girl at the party that was suicidal mm-hmm. and had like like schizophrenic mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it turns out he's working for like, I guess, like FBI or something to like extract that dude's confession. Because in in, in hopes that he will get a lesser sentence. Yes. And and what's truly effed up about that is the sentence that he gets. Because I guess I guess he was in uh, because they said like when he was interrogating that guy, they kept making like a conversation feel like five years. Like that, like this. That's another part that they introduce in this episode is making things feel longer than they actually are. Like they introduced that again in the first episode of season four, the USS Callister episode, which is probably my favorite episode of the whole of the whole series. But um, that uh, that was fascinating part of um, the kind of futuristic technologies too. But anyway, so his punishment is that he gets blocked. In society, he can go live in society, but he's blocked by everyone. Like, how do you, how are you going to do anything? How are you going to check out your groceries? Exactly. How are you going to go through a drive through? So I guess like, I don't know if they had him in some sort of sentence where he's just locked up and like time just crawled because that's it. They make it seem like, like time is moving slower, but you're not aging. It's like, it's 20 minutes. It's like a thousand years type mm-hmm. situation. Like what kind of punishment, man? Terrible, terrible, weird futuristic punishment yeah we'll see why they talk about this on joe rogan all the time is because they're like this is gonna happen this is this could totally it is like i mean like well you know my whole life there's been a paranoia of of chips and implants and stuff like that like i would just say in general in society ever since i was a kid i've felt like that's been something that has been a part of the social narrative of what's going on so Anyway, that was that was just a special that's between season two and three, White Christmas, and um, more like Red Christmas for the grandpa who gets his uh, skull bashed in by the snow globe. Oh, no, the kicker, we didn't say this. The the girl, so the man kills the grandpa. Oh, and and then I, the little girl freezes to death. Yeah, the little girl goes outside and tries to oh. find help or whatever, and she freezes to death. Man. So he killed two people. Yeah, but the, he doesn't have anything on that one lady from season four. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so let's go into season three. So something happened between. So uh, up to now, we have six, seven episodes, but season three has six episodes and season four has six episodes. So the, I don't think you saw the first episode of season three. No, I didn't. Nosedive. No. It sucked. Like, everything well, is about like social media interactions. Like like we would have an interaction at the coffee store or, or, or something, the coffee shop. And you, you would rate that interaction on like one to five stars. Ew. And like it just like turns people into being fake. And, and also they, they base this off to where like base like, okay, you would, you would have like a – Five star rating. Uh-huh. I would Thank have you. like a three point two. Of course you would. So, um, just basically, the fakest people get the highest ratings, yeah. and then uh, from there, 
they are able to get discounts on apartments, mm. get cheaper car insurance, better flights, like That's all great. of these Fake things. People get benefits. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the future. Well, and there's this girl and it kind of follows her and she's like trying super hard to like move out of this apartment with her brother and like advance her life. And like the harder she tries, the more her rating goes down and she's going to be this like maid of honor for this like social butterfly. And that's going to really get her rating up. She's going to be able to get this dream apartment. It's just a, a disaster. And why I didn't really like the themes they played on in it. Um, it's it's a it's a cool concept, but what um, the character the the fake girl character in the episode was so annoying to me. So I just like couldn't get into it, and I like I watched like maybe thirty minutes of it, and it was like a longer episode, and I was just like, no, I'm not doing it. So I that was my least favorite episode of all of the nineteen episodes was the nosedive social media episode. But you did enjoy the next episode. Play test. Yes. Okay, and so this is also a theme that gets in with the uh, kind of that uh, USS Callister of the game. Virtual reality. Virtual reality games. Yes. You pay for this experience. So this guy is traveling the world, living it up, and he like is traveling. He had money, and then all of a sudden his card got hacked, and he's stuck. And he's like, man, I need to... uh, like he, he meets this girl and he's like, Hey, um, um, my cards got hacked and I can't get back to the United States. And she's like, Oh, well you should go to this place there. Uh, she found a little, um, like ad where you can go to this video game testing place and it's top secret. You can't talk about it. it you sign your life away pretty much before you do it. And when he gets in there, it gets trippy. The game that he is testing plays on your fears. So in this game, he's locked in this house and, you know, there's things where like spiders and that girl that he's... And the bully from high school. The bully from high school. I like how like he's afraid of spiders and the bully from high school. And then like they hit him with the bully from high school. It's like this crazy like Dr. Dreckel, Mr. Hyde looking character. Yeah. And then they hit him with spiders. And, and then, then they, they hit him. him. Yeah, the boy, from high, the boy from high school that looks like a spider. Yeah, that was good. Um, that was crazy because like I couldn't I couldn't ever figure out like what was reality. Yeah, he, he kept trying to like take the implant out of the back of his head, and um, so in this they like injected it into like his spine basically or his brainstem, and then they do take it out and and like he's like oh oh my god that was so crazy and they're like that was one second or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it seems like he's been in this like game a whole episode for like a like a whole night or something. Well, you and then know? they have this weird thing. So like his dad died, and there's this relationship with his mom, and him not answering his mom's phone calls, and then like something to do with like his mom calls like while they're doing the implant or like while they're putting him in the virtual reality, yeah. and like he like dies. So basically, I mean, because they're testing this process, they're testing these things yeah, that they're putting yeah, into these volunteer. people. They tell you, turn your cell phones off. So there was an interaction oh, yeah. and it pretty much fried his hard drive. You know, like that's what happened is he, he got fried. He was glitched. He became a glitch where he's just like, mom, mom, mom. Because yeah. his mom called. It said mom on the phone. But and, and yeah, so like. It keeps going back like there's a scene where he goes home and his mom like he sees his mom and stuff but that's not reality he's still overseas at this game place and it's still all in his head it was crazy like it was really deep scary 
I'm telling Colby that we're doing a podcast just to make him feel guilty. Oh, I've you already texted him too. You've been texting. Oh yeah, I've already sent that's him a so, picture that's of you. So funny. Um, so Colby is going to be a mainstay guest of after the show, which is what we're doing right now. Like, see, like I know that you're not as into this as I am, but like I, I just like have like I almost wanted to go into English so I could do things like intro to film. Like, you know, like I'm just, I mean, you know, You're you know me it. better than anybody. Like I love, love movies. And I love movies. I love TV. And like, that's why I, lo I love it when like we get into a show together. So like, I'm definitely going to try, like, I want you to be my guest for like all the Netflix shows. I feel like that's what you and I watch the most of. And then Colby and I, like, we have this, like this passion and dialogue for HBO shows. Yeah. Cause so Colby's our best friend and he is refusing to get on the podcast. He 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 he's it's funny. Like I get I don't know why. He did, like I think he's just more like laying low because Allie's off and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I am looking forward to having him on. I mean, you know, it, he's it's not like he's a super out there kind of guy. Like oh, let me get in front of people and talk. So it's kind of intimidating getting in front of a microphone. And yeah, you know, a lot of people I've talked to like I want to have Bob Spanky on because mm -hmm. he he has like this awesome passion for like star wars mm -hmm. and for books and yeah um like just today i was like bob bro like i can't i've been rolling with him at the gym and i'm like w we could record this conversation we're having mm -hmm. right now like this is a good conversation like i would re-listen to this conversation because <laughs> we're watching where we're talking about like star wars and uh the 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 universe of novels that were produced before Disney bought Star bought Star Wars. Jesse and I talked about it a little, a little bit too. There's this trilogy that focuses on Luke and Leia that I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna see if there's an audiobook available, but I'm super into it and like I'm trying to compare the two. And I'm probably gonna get into the new narrative because they've been releasing new books. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Colby said, "Seen that." <laughs> so. <clears throat> Back to after season the, three. Back to after the show. Are we done uh, with us? Uh, yeah. yeah, White yeah. Christmas season three. We did nosedive. My least Play favorite test. episode. Season Play season okay, three, yeah. episode three. Shut up and dance. Oh, that yeah, mm. that one was super weird. That was the one with Bronn of the Blackwater from Game of Thrones. Well, that that is part of this is where the future plays in. It's like this Amazon whatever thing that we have the echo the echo so i'm not into technology we us. have a dot now we got for christmas from one of our members now brian's H parents one got of the us members who went to high school with henry Aikens. yeah super interesting uh, tune in for jack yeah, toffer on the cool. podcast so we, we're sitting here right now and i'm looking at this amazon e what is it again an echo dot an no, it's Maybe not that's not that's not the dot. But um, I don't know. It's this big thing Alexa. that's listening at Alexa. Yeah, it's listening to everything that we're doing and saying. And this is kind of where season three, episode three, kind of someone is always watching. So there's this kid and his computer. He's watching these videos, he, these dirty videos, which in the end you find out to be child porn. And he's a kid Crazy. too, but he's like 16 years old, 17 years old. And he's watching like children. And. You know, he does something very bad in front of that camera. See, I didn't even, like, realize that that was going on. Like, and I will say this, too. Like, I noticed if that is one of the themes, they play on that theme, like, three times in the whole series. Like, of, like, pedophilia. Like, and freaking me out. Which scenes? 
Or which episodes of pedophilia? Because, okay, so you remember in the episode that you said you um, was like super depressing the entire history of you about mm-hmm. the replaying the things mm-hmm. and you erased my wife and blah, mm-hmm. blah, and she cheated on him. And that one, remember, he's like, oh, the pedophile babysitter. Uh, oh, yeah. And, yeah. But, and then in another episode in season four, they made some sort of pedophile reference. So it's like in every season. Well, it's because it's an issue, you know, like that's what they're bringing up these common issues and. So this kid, basically, his computer is bribing him. These these people, you don't even know who they are. But he starts getting these text messages like, hey, you need to go here at this time. And basically, all of these people who've done something bad, someone... Are getting blackmailed by, by somebody. someone. Yeah, like Big Brother, you know? Some sort of... But it could just be like in other episodes, like even episode one, some sort of high art art. Like mm-hmm. that person was an artist. Like mm-hmm. some sort of social justice V for Vendetta type It's warrior. very much like the B episode, which is in season four. Uh, or isn't it in season four or later this season? Um, because these people who've done bad things are getting their punishment pretty much. Um, again, a weird twisted way of justice. Yes. And so that's also a change. You know, in the beginning, all these innocent people are getting punished and bad things happening. And now it's like bad people are getting it. It's like, I will say, like, pretty much it doesn't work out for anyone in any episode ever. Except for one of the episodes that's kind of weird that I'll talk about in a minute. Like, the the next one, actually, which I still don't get. Um, The one with the two girls. The San Juniper. Yeah, I didn't really watch that one. Yeah, San Junipero. Is that what that's called? I guess. So, yeah, that one, um, I fell asleep like the first few minutes. So, um, go ahead and and take that one away. Because the next episode is probably like my second favorite. Like the next two episodes I really liked from uh, season three. So, um, you know, honestly, uh, I watched this episode really late at night. So, that may be why I'm not into it or don't get it. But I feel like it was a little just misplaced. I feel like it didn't fall into the theme of what Black Mirror did. Um, but these there's two ladies. Um, there's basically like this like beach town, party town. And they go there and they dance and they have, you know, kind of like a sexual relationship with each other. And they they always like, it's kind of like time travel And they meet up at this place where they've got these good memories. And then at the end, one of the ladies is dying and she wants to live in that place forever once she's dead. And this, her little lesbian partner. So is she replaying like on like that one episode? Is she like replaying that I mean, time? she dies. Or is she like going? It's like when she, when you die, you get to choose if you want to go back and live in some sort of previous time for eternity die? or you I don't know. I don't know what the other option is. Um, but yeah, so you know she wants her lesbian lover girl who's married already and has kids and stuff. She wants her to come back and live with her in that time period when she dies. And, um, you know, that the other lady's like, you know, I've got a husband that I lived with for a long time. We made a life together. Like, what if I want to spend eternity with him? You know, maybe I don't want to spend eternity with you. We had a lot of fun a long time ago. Like, it was kind of like an 80s-ish feel of this time period when they were partying and stuff. But, like, you know, we had a lot of fun during that time. And uh, but I do have a life without you and these fun memories that you cling to that I don't really cling to as much. But in the end, I think she does end up spending eternity with that other girl. So, again, I don't really get 
no one i guess this sounds weird kind no one like got, an inception sort of spin yeah, no one got punished um it was just kind of a weird story you think i, I should know. go back and watch that episode no uh i don't think it's worth give it. it give it a rating one out of ten two yeah <laughs> no i didn't like yeah. it and it has nothing to do with lesbians like i love lesbians um but i just didn't like i, I just didn't like the storyline it just didn't fit in it wasn't as interesting isn't that sad that like and, and I don't care if anyone in my audience doesn't agree with this because I'm never going to read the comments on these videos. But isn't it sad that like some people would like like come across that particular and be like and not watch it? And, and I'm not saying it's sad like it's like sad for them or whatever. But like I feel bad that like that community of people is persecuted in that way to where it's like some people will not even consume a, a series or whatever that that's a topic in. Because it is a topic, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, they're they're depicting that as like a normal part of society in this show. Therefore, I'm not going to watch the show. Like, I mean, like, there, like there's I know a lot of people like that. And I'm not talking bad about those. Oh, people. Oh, no, I, I mean, I just spoke with someone recently. We were talking about good series and um, they were like, well, does it have any like, you know, like dirty scenes? It's a yeah, it's a it's a series. And sometimes it's parents and their kids. Well, sometimes I know a lot of people feel that a, way about Game of Thrones. You yeah, know, they I, say there's yeah, way I too can much. Totally get that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, and it's man. not even like woman on woman stuff or man on. It's like just people on people stuff. Like that's a lot of. I mean, but I guess if you like porn and stuff like that, maybe you're like you want more of it. You know, who knows? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that that one episode I just wasn't digging very much. Um, didn't like, just didn't like, the plot. You know, wasn't very interesting to me. We're over halfway through season three and. I'd just like to let everyone know that Cora is going to be back. We're going to be doing two other spots at this uh, soon, like with the next couple of weeks on Godless, which is an eight episode sort of Western series. And what's um, what's the other Dark. one? Been? Dark. Oh, mm. Such a good show. I can't wait to talk about it. That is an awesome show. Like we have been fortunate to get on these three good shows <laughs> lately. Yeah, within the past like. Three weeks, Yeah, honestly. so, like, yeah, Cora had, like, her MMA fight get canceled. Um, so, amateur fight here in Arkansas that fell through. And um, so, like, we just stayed home that weekend, and we watched, like, was that what was it, wasn't that we one? We watched Godless, on Godless in one day. and Dark. Oh, yeah, so Godless was on a Saturday, and Dark was on a Sunday. And then we just got into Black Mirror, like, like last week or something, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's pretty fresh You're on our minds. So, that, yeah, and I had the flu, um, and then you you were been uh, kind of down a little bit, so we've been able to fall into some show holes. and But that's uh, what I'm so pumped about having the podcast and, like, why I want to do this segment is I can talk about these shows. Yeah, definitely. And if Colby will ever come be on the podcast, he's going to be my Game of Thrones slash Westworld guy. Well, that's why we got to get a third mic so I can. We uh, have a third mic right oh, here, yeah, right now. Right. We just got a third yeah, mic so yesterday. when Caleb comes with Flavio... We're gonna do that. Okay. So yeah, well let's uh, let's finish up this series right here. So your two episodes that you like a lot that I didn't really care for either. Men against fire. Kind of political. Th- okay. Yeah, but so in this one. But I did like how it tied into history about how people wouldn't shoot others. Well, yes. Okay. So, so they base this system called mass, which is yet again a brain implant which they put in soldiers, right? So mass is um, basically the military feeds you what they want you to think right so that means that they 
give you an augmented reality like in that one episode uh, that there's these certain people in society it's almost like a Nazi type thing that like a certain bloodline they have like more cancer in, in their DNA and and all like just basically an inferior race of the of the species so the mass makes people that have these bloodlines appear is these things called roaches to the military guys so they're like basically like zombies like monsters they have like and it like controls their senses so like they don't see the human side of it so this one guy like he he gets in this interaction with this house they're clearing these roaches and it's basically just like three normal people like a husband a wife and a kid hiding and he kills one of them and then knifes this teenage boy kills the dad but the dad flashes him with this thing that makes his implant go crazy it's like a virus yeah and then it, he knifes this teenage boy, which he thinks is this crazy roach zombie. Well, a couple of days later, they, they look like like they look like zombies, pretty much. Yeah, You're afraid of they, them. You want to kill them. That's the augmented reality. They're yeah. actually just to totally normal human people that are being um, projected to you in this way that what they call roaches. And it's just because they're like Jewish or they're whatever, you know, it's it, like I said, it, that, it really reminded me of like Nazi Germany, World War Two, like targeting of um, ethnic minorities and stuff like that. But it's like, oh, you know, your blood can't go on so that we're going to use this military system. And they used I, I wrote about this in my master's thesis about how um, in World War Two, like people did not shoot to kill. They shot high. They didn't aim at all. Uh, like only 15% of people shot to kill or less. So like we raised that through to Vietnam. Like that's what part of my master's thesis was about. Um, but <clears throat> they played on that and they're like, well, that was always still an issue. And, and this is an issue in Vietnam, blah, 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 until we came up with this. And now there are no more issues. Well, this guy's implant starts glitching and then he sees and gets captured or not gets captured, like sees that like one of his comrades he's out on a mission with or whatever comrades. It's like a very communist way to say it i guess but uh, one of his uh buddies is there in the military together they're out clearing this house and his implants glitching and he thinks that she's killing normal people his he doesn't see them as roaches anymore yeah, he sees them for what they are this which lady people. that's just like like you're crazy like, dude what are you doing you're a traitor johanna young jacek uh gets uh gets him and she's like you don't see me as a roach like this like girl that's oh looks yeah just, the just one like, that like he, a, a european yeah. Like, uh, like Danish or something. I forget, but so it's like, Oh, you don't see me as a roach. You don't see my little boy over there as a roach. We used to be these people, but then they came out with this mass system and now we're seen as roaches because of our blood. Crazy. Like totally crazy because I can see us doing something like that. Like human beings being like, we've already done that. We've are like, like uh, targeted genetics, targeted bloodlines, targeted, ethnic minorities like that's happened all throughout time um and especially in the last 150 years it's like basically putting a filter over their eyes of what they see exactly i mean that's that augmented virtual reality type deal again it's like we're gonna you're gonna see what and then so doug stamper from house of cards um the chief of staff from house of cards he plays like a doctor and he goes in that dude's cell after they recover him and it's like, like this, a psychological doctor this dude's super jacked up about what he's done and he's like we're gonna project your actual kills on a loop in a cell all day every day 
or because like it shows him like killing a knife in that teenager, but it's not a roach. It's just a normal looking teenager. And they're like, we're going to we're going to replay all the horrible stuff you've ever done and blah, blah. And like so it shows a video of him previously before he got the mass implant saying you won't have any recollection of this conversation of you enlisting and getting the mass implant right now. And it's like you won't have any. And, and that's the thing. He's like trying to bribe him, like be a good military boy and don't. Um, you know, just let us reset your implant and everything go back to normal. You won't even remember this conversation. Well, and the and thing he is, is he, that, and, and he agreed to having all that happen to him. And he's like, no, I never agreed to any of this. And they're like, uh, yeah, bro, you did. Yeah. Here, didn't look. you hear on the video how we told you you wouldn't remember <laughs> like how yeah. convenient, right? Well, and he was kind of like, I mean, kind of like didn't seem like the most outstanding member of society before he joined you know, like, I remember seeing the video of him, and he honestly just acted like a typical kid, you know, in the future, just kind of, like, childlike and kind of a jerk. And then this experience made him see, you know, it's not cool to hurt people. Yeah. So, I really liked that episode. I could really see that that being not too far off in the future. And they did um, the fifth episode, which you didn't really... Um, in the four, uh, four season, like, I don't think you watched that one, but mm. I'll kind of go into it. There's a very similar feel on it, like, about, like, milit militaristic, futuristic technology. Anyway, so Hated in the Nation, the B episode, higher art there going on again. What do you think about that one? So, actually, uh, I missed a part of that. I, like, fell asleep or something, and I watched it, and I was like, I don't like this. And then we watched it again. I guess you watched it, and then I was, like, really into it because I got to see it from the beginning. Um, yeah, bees are extinct, and they had to come up with these robotic bees, which are like, they 3D print themselves to reproduce. It's weird. And there's like 4,000 hives around like mm -hmm. like a London-type city or something. Yeah, and uh, so basically it's like these people, there's like this hashtag that you can, uh, like it's like social media, on social media, if there's someone that you don't like, or like a big world leader or something you don't like, you can say... Uh, what what's what was the hashtag? Death to Death to Brian Jacob Wilson Skulls. or whatever, yeah. And the person at the end who had the most hashtags of death to these bees turn into killer bees and they go and kill you. Yeah, they like bore into the pain centers of your brain and like totally wipe you out. So like there's this controversial journalist and she gets attacked with it first, right? Yeah. And then like it happens like three days in a row. Like somebody like a famous like um a famous music guy. Like. Oh, there was just one girl who took kind of like a dis disrespectful picture. Um, of like peeing on a monument. Yeah, just faking to pee on a monument. And everyone was like, oh, screw this girl. Death too. Blah, blah, blah. And they, and she does. She ends she, up getting that. Yeah. Yeah, she dies. See, yeah. that's you were watching that part. And I was like falling asleep late one night. And then like I went back and rewatched it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was totally crazy. That was uh, so then it becomes like this higher art, like this guy had previously worked for the bee place. It's like has like a greenhouse of bees and all these hives, even in the city. And like I said, they can 3D print reproduce. And um, he like basically creates a virus to control these bees. And then 
But what he's really done is he gets everybody to play this death two game because he, while he was working at the B place, like six months previously, he had quit. He had this lady that was a roommate that had gotten like accosted on social media, like cyberbullied. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And she had like committed suicide. And he had like saved her out of the bathtub and he liked her, but they worked together at the B place. I don't know really what the thing was on that, but he had, uh, he became sort of some sort of an idealist about, um, you know, whatever he was going to do with that and, um, got his virus together and targeted and took over all the bees and then used all the bees to kill all the people that cyber bullied and said, these people should be killed. And then he goes off and leaves. And then like the detectives and stuff that have been like working the case, which one of the detectives dies because they hashtag death too. And uh, then one of them at, fakes a suicide and then goes and, like, hunts him in, like, Latin America or something and finds him at the end and it just kind of leaves it open. So what uh, what do you think about that episode? I mean, it was definitely um, futuristic, deep, um, scary again. Like, that's kind of, like, the theme that I get when I think about Black Mirror is just scary as in, like, unsettling yeah because it's possible it's possible yeah because like i mean that's it like that's a major issue like everybody is kind of worried that bees might go extinct i think my dad just got a beehive yeah i think he did too so anyway hated in the nation i that was one of my favorites i was into it okay so this one probably i don't know this one's got to be my favorite episode because i i really like how well they did the um character in it so this had todd i don't know his real name but todd from breaking bad and jesse pinkman and jesse pinkman's voice in the <laughs> but what a um, funny thing so yeah and one of the shows i'm definitely going to be breaking down on after the show is better call saul i cannot wait till season four comes out so uss callister this is my favorite star trekkie very Star Trek. He plays on the virtual reality, augmented reality. And this and was just released the cookie. like December 29th. Yeah, it just came out. Yeah. I mean, and like we've already, uh, like, I guess you still have to see three episodes. Is that yes. correct? Yes. I watched all of them. Um, and he doesn't great. love me, ladies and gentlemen. It's not true. It's not true. I mean, how many people out there get in trouble for watching the rest of the series without your significant other? How many people have a podcast where they break down TV shows? <laughs> I have a necessity. Okay, so it's okay. You know, you watch those next three, and we can, uh, you can get some little bitty podcast spot about those three episodes. Anyway, <clears throat> but I, I watched them, and like the last two were kind of slow. I wasn't super into them, and then um, there was the fourth one. I think you would really like. It's about this like dating reality thing. So, but anyway, so USS Callister. What uh, what do you think on that one? Take that one away. So uh, basically, again, we're going back to this like game, like it's like a game um, that people can take play. You know, it's like an online game. You know, or like I don't play PlayStation and stuff, but you know how people like get on there play and Super Nintendo Classic. We do though. play Super Nintendo. Yeah, people are like, "Are you guys gamers?" Um, yeah, the classic yeah, kind. Four hundred games on my classic. But we are not like PlayStation people. Um, so. You know, there's this game people can play where you go online and you um, get to play with these other people and stuff. But anyway, so there's this company and you, you meet this guy at first. And he you meet two men, actually, and they're both the creators of this game. And one of them seems, like, mild and meek and, like, you 
there's this girl and she's like, I'm so interested in this. Like, you're so interesting. Tell me more about what you do. And then this other guy comes in. He's kind of more confident and kind of bully like, and you're automatically like, eh, screw you. I feel for this other guy. Well, their personalities actually, um, yeah, the dude. And I don't, like I said, there's so many characters. I don't remember his name, but he is the, one of the main creators was not a good dude. He basically steals these people's DNA. And again, kind of going back to that cookie idea of creating like a duplicate consciousness and sticking them in his game, which the game he's created for him and his personal self is like this, uh, like I said, Star Trek. You're on a, like a, a ship and he creates these little... I don't know, like, uh, missions and stuff for his crew. And all of his crew members are people that have worked for him or actually technically are working for him. He has stolen their DNA and somehow, whether, it, like, he stole this one little boy's DNA because he was looking on a sucker and he set it down and he takes it. And he steals their DNA, creates this, um, you know, duplicate consciousness, sticks it in his game, and they're forever stuck on his spaceship doing whatever he wants. He's the leader. He's the captain. And he comes in there, and that's his time to boss everyone around. And he's made a duplicate of actually his uh, co-creator. Yeah. Stole his DNA. You know. And they're tortured in there, like, mentally. What I liked about that, too, is that that was the man and the young man in black from Westworld was, like, the co-founder of that company mm -hmm. with Todd from Breaking Bad. And that, too, like, Todd from Breaking Bad is this perfect character inside the VR world. But he's, like, kind of middle-aged, balding, real nerdy, not quite respected in, like, his work life and, like, the guys, which is, like, the same dynamic from Westworld. Like, Man in Black gets, like, walked all over by his brother-in-law is when he's younger. Same way with, like, that guy who started the company. It's, like, really the person behind, um, the person behind that um, company is the programmer or whatever, the coder. But uh, it's the, the Man in Black's character who's, like, all, you know, he's the face of the company. And he's just really pushing that guy's hardware. So, but I liked how there's kind of, like, a, like, how he sees himself in virtual reality and he's like this perfect captain kirk ideologue and just like really they like his character was over the top when he was in the starfleet world oh yeah it was good like he really got into it like i was super impressed by like that character development within that one episode i was grossed out by it he was not a good human being and and again like okay so this this season four now i didn't get to see like the second half of it you know brian can tell you more about that but what I've noticed is, and a theme that we're going to talk about in the next um, episode is that these people, people are bad. This man is bad. He's torturing these people's consciousness. And it's cool because, like, th these people are trying to escape the ship and um, they, like, they're trying to reach their outside person because all these people are still working for him at the company. But their duplicate consciousness is in this game. And they're trying to reach their outside selves and give themselves a hint that they're trapped in this game so that they can shut it down or find a way to, I mean, just end it. 
it's like being trapped in your head forever. Yeah, they like are okay with the idea of like basically the the consciousness dying. Yeah, because you can't sleep. Even you though can't they don't eat. want to, and they don't. They have, don't have genitals. Yeah, that was crazy. How they they're like, no, I don't. I can't even go to the bathroom. It's just too uh, too funny, but. Um, yeah, the whole VR cookie thing, they essentially start communicating with the new cyber tech lady that started working there who's the most new cookie that's been created. Like he got her DNA off of a cup or something. And um, she starts trying to contact herself so they can like derail it. And they do derail it. And good triumphs over evil and blah, 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 blah. Uh, basically what happens is they thwart his plan by like getting the new cookie girl the, the lady they're trying to contact on the outside to like kind of seduce uh, Todd from Breaking Bad in a way and then <clears throat> while they're doing that they like fly into this wormhole and it's it's, it, well, it's they're just doing an update they're doing an update so like the, the system is about to relaunch like he's relaunching this game or whatever so there's yeah, like I like how he's hole. like, oh, I've got a pizza. And like they call and like fake order. Like they get her on the outside to fake order a pizza and like go in. And well, and they blackmail her because they're, they're like, you know, the only way she's going to do this is if we blackmail her. So the girl, her consciousness, her second consciousness is in this game. And she says, ah, there's dirty pictures of me that I never deleted on my iCloud. We can access my iCloud in the system and send her a text message, but pretty much being like, hey, we got these photos of you and we will release them to everyone unless you break into this guy's house still. And, and it, here's the kicker, too, is if she doesn't go inside of his uh, little office area and steal their DNA, he can at any point in time redo it. Once yeah, he has he your DNA. Keep making vo uh, did, did you talk about um, when I was letting the dog out? Did you talk about the um, the little boy? No, I mean, I said that there was a little boy. So like the Todd from Breaking Bad made like his, his co-founder, he made him, um, he made like DNA from his little boy, he brought his little boy to work with him one day and he took and like basically put him out in like a space vac and like just out into the empty space and it like froze him up and cracked. Yeah, it like tortured his dad by doing that. Yeah, and he's like, now you're going to fall in line or I'm going to bring Tommy back every day and kill him over and over again and make you watch. And so like that guy was willing to like burn himself up to like get them through the wormhole or whatever to like crash the system. So long story short, they triumph over evil and Todd from Breaking Bad ends up getting stuck in the VR because the girl like sabotages implant and they were able to succeed in their plan and blah 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 and so yeah, yeah. it kind of uh, worked out for them right did it work out for them i, I feel like know, yeah maybe. because then like they're like they get to just fly around that world for the rest of their life like um and do whatever they want or go well and and that's the worst part is they didn't like he would make him do whatever and he was mean and bad and yeah he like i think i don't i think you missed this one part but like they turned this one lady into like oh the crazy, big crazy weird yeah but there was thing. another lady that was already like that mm. that he would dislike they're like oh that's so and so she used to she that's didn't really sad. fall in line when she first got here so he did this oh. and then there's his adversary or whatever that that dude gets shot and he's like please End it. And he's like, oh, no, that protocol is against Starfleet Command. I like how he has, like, the monologues. Yeah. Todd from Breaking Bad has, like, these, like, Kurt, Captain Kirk uh, uh, dialogues. Is it Kurt or Kirk? Kirk. Captain Kirk. 
he has like these monologues and like these deep inner thoughts. It's like it's very Star Trek, very star, but Starfleet, USS Callister. Anyway, that that's probably my favorite episode. Um, what about? Um, so I think you, I think you like this one. I thought it was super creepy. Played Crocodile? off like the uh, no Archangel. Oh, Archangel! It yeah. played off of um, okay, and the that has Jodie Foster in it, right? I don't think that was Jodie Foster. Are you sure? Pretty positive. Are it was you super not sure? Jodie Foster, but you can you can double check on that. And while you're double checking on the Jodie Foster thing, let me go tell you a little bit about um, what was oh man, what was the name? Did I say the name of the guy that um, tried to assassinate Reagan was mm, something? Junior. Three names. I can't remember. Anyway. We'll come back to what the name was. So, uh, yeah, the new Black Mirror episode Archangel landed big name talent in Jodie Foster. Really, I didn't. So she's the uh, mom. Or she's what? the mom. I didn't even recognize her. Wow, you know she's a lesbian now. Oh no, yeah. I didn't know that. So here's the crazy. Um, here's the crazy connection. I've never really seen yeah. the movie Taxi Driver with. Um, uh, Hinkley Jr., John Hinkley Jr. So I never seen the movie Taxi Driver, but the guy that tried to kill Ronald Reagan, like his um, motive was this. He had seen Taxi Driver and he identified Robert De Niro's character um, because he was like this ideologue that was like oh. protecting this 12 year old mm. prostitute who was Jodie Foster. And um, uh, Hinkley Jr., um, like uh, at one point, De Niro's character tries to kill um, a, someone running for president or a politician. Into, I got to watch that movie, I guess. I don't know. It's, it seems super creepy, though. Um, but it's a cult classic. So, so this is the second time we've talked about Jodie Foster today, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that, yeah, it was just reminds me of like so the Ronald Reagan thing. But like yeah. he, this guy was obsessed with Jodie Foster, like stalked her, called her, went to, he heard that she was taking a class at Yale. So he took a class at Yale. Uh, yeah, I know. And then like, so like Jodie Foster is the reason he tried to kill Ronald Reagan. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what it said on that's Wikipedia. A, that's freaking weird. Why are people so weird? I, yeah, I know, right? Like, people of all the crazy. reasons, like, I was just thinking, like, if people are coming up with that, like, man, imagine the weird combinations of things and people's subjective realities that they're coming up with based off of all of these social and political interactions and seeing a movie with Robert De Niro. Yeah, that's crazy that he would try to shoot. Anyway, so, yeah, Jodie Foster, she's in this episode of Archangel. Super interesting concept because it's like this chip you can put in your kid and you can monitor their health. You can see where they're at. It's like a little, you know, those chips that you put in your animals and you can find them, you know. Um, but you can monitor where they're at and then you can see whatever they are seeing. So, because you have a little tablet and you access everything Monitors, on your tablet. like all their vitals and everything. Yeah. So, this, this uh, little girl, it's experimental at this time. Little girl gets this chip put in her and... Uh, or whatever it is, but in her, and her mom's monitoring her, and all through growing up, oh, and she, what she does is you can put, like, a per- parental block on certain things, very similar to the blocking we were talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah, I know she gets, like, upset about, like, not being able to, like, some kids telling this story about, like, some crazy, yeah, somebody someone. beating somebody up, and him seeing and she a can't video hear it. on YouTube, and then, like, kids are walking videos, and she can't see or hear what's because going on. Because her mom has, like, a parental block on her like there's this dog that she walks by every day that's like super kind of vicious like and barking and it's totally kind of like muted out where she can't witness it because 
basically what they're doing is they're trying not to upset her, you know, and her grandpa has like a stroke or a heart attack and she can't, all she sees is a blur on the floor. Like she, at that point can't see her grandpa because it would something be upsetting. Something yeah, bad is happening. Yeah. It'd be upsetting for her. So, and which is like apparently an unintended consequence of that technology, right? Because, like, that's the thing is, like, you fast forward to when that girl's a teenager and they're like, yeah, we couldn't have expected. And, like, they've recalled all the units. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what they're like. Yeah, this system is uh, going to be taken out. Like, it's, it, it was it was a trial pretty much. But the mom says, you know what? I want my daughter to be normal and have a normal life, normal experiences. So I'm going to I'm going to turn this thing off. And it, the, needless to I mean, the got to remember, it's still in her daughter's body. But she just puts away the iPad and doesn't bring her tablet and doesn't pull it back out until the daughter's like 16 years old or something like that. And which, uh, like a typical 16 year old is being promiscuous and lying to her mom doing cocaine, doing cocaine. And, um, so her mom, you know, one night her daughter's like, Oh yeah, we're going to have a movie night at so-and-so's I'll be home. And the mom, uh, tries to call her daughter and she's not getting, you know, called back. And so then she calls so-and-so's mom's like, Hey, is my daughter over there? And they're like, Nope. She calls around really. She doesn't know where her daughter's at. And she had a scare. The reason why she put this chip in her daughter, whatever it is, is because she had a scare when she was little, like her daughter got lost. And so she's super paranoid about losing her daughter. Like, that's the theme. It's like, she's got to have that control. She, that's why she got it originally. And she's like, oh, I won't use this parts of the system because she just wanted to make sure she could find her daughter if she ever lost her. Well, um, she does the, she brings, pulls out the iPad that, or I keep calling it an iPad, but it's like a tablet. She pulls out the tablet she hasn't used since her daughter was young and sees that her daughter is somewhere. And then she's like, okay, well, I'm going to look through her eyes and see what she's doing. Mm. And she is having sex with a boy and shameful. saying, saying, so well, she's saying, you know, like, Oh, here's some bet stuff. And, um, and no mother wants to see that, but it's the mom's fault. She shouldn't, I mean, mm -hmm. she shouldn't have done that. She needs to burn that, that tablet. Yeah. Well, um, so, you know, she saw that. Oh, look at that bunny. Um, she saw that. And, but I will say, she didn't do anything or say anything about it. You know, she knew that she was in the wrong and that she shouldn't be creeping on her daughter. So she kept it inside, didn't say anything. And her daughter comes home that night and she's like, Hey mom, I'm real tired. I'm going to go to bed. And her mom's like, okay. And, um, like the next day or a couple days later, the daughter's like, Hey mom, I'm going to stay after school and help so-and-so on a project. Well, her mom's like, Hmm, I wonder if that's really going on. Well, she gets out the tablet and she looks and her daughter is, exploring um for the first time with cocaine with her boyfriend who apparently just sells a little bit of it on the side or something and her mom sees that and flips out she's you know, like the teen drug use is a major theme and dark as well yeah definitely i mean teens do drugs i mean that is the that's the time where they i didn't do like that's like what's funny to me is like i i, I drank a little bit but i didn't do any drugs when i was a teenager yeah, I mean, but also you got to think kids living in bigger cities. I mean, we were, we're from Clarksville, Arkansas, which I mean, there's Arkansas. Arkansas, but I mean, that's something that, you know, you're young, you're, you're able, once you get to a certain age, you have a little bit of independence, you're away from your parents, you're partying and that's an experimental time. And I think more people do drugs in college, I would say, um, because you are a lot of times away from your parents and in this different social, um, 
time in your life. But yeah, anyway, so this daughter, you know, she does cocaine and her mom like flips out. She goes to that boy. She's like, you never see my daughter again. And if she comes to you, you tell her that you don't want anything to do with her. So he does. Daughter gets super depressed and um, like super depressed. Well, you know, remember that her the mom can check all her, her vitals on this thing. And she gets a little alert on her tablet. And she gets an alert because her daughter is pregnant. Damn. Yeah. Hey, and wasn't her boyfriend the kid off of uh, Bloodline? See, I didn't see that. Oh, you didn't see it? I'm pretty sure he's the son off of Bloodline. He's been in some uh, stuff here lately. Um, You, you know the son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so... Uh, you know, that was a disappointing show that we'll never do a review Wasn't on. he in It, too? That that boy? I think, yeah, he was one of the boys. One of the, oh, yeah, yeah he, he got taken. Yeah, he yeah. got taken by It, yeah, if you haven't seen It. Yeah, sad. No, it wasn't sad. Um, but... Well, bloodline is not good. It could have been good. It, season it, was, one, it was okay. Season was one was pretty good, but season three was a total disappointment, and it's done. It's never coming back. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, so, but what she does is she puts this, like, uh like morning after type pill, some sort of pill. Just like when Colby gave his dog the medicine the other day, just put it in the dog. Yeah. Food. Put it in there. Didn't even know about it. Um, yeah, but she didn't know about it. She put it in her morning smoothie. And so this, this girl goes to school and she's throwing up and the nurse is like, Oh honey, <laughs> you're throwing mm-hmm. up because of the pill you took and it's okay. You know, don't be embarrassed. The baby is gone. Like it's going to work. Don't worry. And the daughter's like, what? I didn't take a pill. What? I'm pregnant. Huh? Oh, man. And she figures out that her mom fed her that pill to abort her baby. <sighs> and she basically gets upset and goes and beats her mom to almost death with that tablet thing and then runs away. And so in the end, her greatest fear came true and she lost her daughter. Good job, Jodie Foster. I didn't even pick up that that was Jodie Foster, which she does look a lot different. Well, and also, I mean, your character, you, I mean, you, you, she had certain, like, I think she, you just can make yourself look differently sometimes, you know, as characters. Yeah. Okay, so the next one, which is the last one in season four that you've seen, is Crocodile. Crocodile. Why was it called Crocodile? Maybe because she, like, devours everything? I don't know. Um, I, in next to this one in my notes, put Murdering Bitch. Yeah. Okay, so basically, bitch with the pixie cut. this drunk guy who's an alcoholic, self-admitted later on in the episode. And what I love is the technology thing that they spun off in this episode. Yeah, creepy like as with well. The, like watching you, like getting like getting clips yourself of in your trouble because clips from your implant um, in memory. But so anyway, they like accidentally run over this biker. Like very, I know what you did last summer. And then they put him in a sleeping bag and put rocks in the sleeping bag and throw his ass over the cliff into the water and then chunk his bike. And then like they read about it in the paper that like, like he comes and finds her like three or four years later and she's already married, moved on that like, like split up their relationship or whatever. And he's like, oh, hey, you know, this lady, she hasn't been able to move on. I'm going to turn myself in. and I'm going to say that you were involved or whatever. So she kills that dude. So she was basically an accomplice to that murder uh, of like when they ran over the guy and then kills him. So she doesn't ruin his because she's a successful architect or archaeologist or something like this. And um, so she doesn't get her life ruined. She's like, oh, no. Well, then, like, the thing is, it's like the, the, the themes they play off, like, people always watching. Like, there's this lady that goes around that um, her so job. So, basically, yeah, she's a part of an entrance claim. The dude who got ran over by this automatic pizza 
truck. Like, you can order a pizza on it. And he's getting a settlement. And he's getting a settlement. Yeah, he got ran over by it. There's no driver. And he's like, I'm suing these people. Like, they ran me over. bro. Google cars. Yeah, so she's like, well, you know, in order to do that, I have to get, so I have to see how fast it was going. I have to see if it really, if did you just run out in front of it? You know, like, what happened? How fast was it going? Was it being dangerous? So she kind of gets, like, goes from one place to another. And what she does is she sets this little thing down. She has you smell something that seems familiar and listen to the aromas. Listen to the song, the song from... Season one, episode two. Anyone? Yeah, they really they weave that back in right here. They play that when like she's getting like murdering people. Understand? But yeah, so that song is playing, and it makes them recall, and and basically it it gives her a little snapshot of their memory, like a little video of their memory, so she can go back and yeah, watch. It is. It's like little, like I guess like um little clips. video recall, more like a live photo. Basically, it's like it's like snapshots, like but like they're little clips too. But it's not like well, it's so, not like full on. And like, what's crazy is they have like a face recognition. So the reason why she originally started questioning this lady who's like a mass killer, um, who had nothing to do with the pizza truck thing, is she's just trying to to get this guy his money for his pizza truck. Well, she sees this lady up in like this hotel window because the the murderer lady watched that happen. She does a face recognition and, t- and puts her face into a system. It tells her exactly who it is. She goes to her house and is like, hey, can I, can you tell me your experience? Can I, can I do this video recall with you? And the woman's real hesitant at first because she just killed someone and doesn't want that to come up in her video recall because it's a big deal and she's nervous she's about it. She technically killed two people. Uh, yeah, well, she didn't. Even she wasn't driving. No, she She's she wasn't driving, but she, she is an accomplice, yeah. And so, you know, she didn't want that to come out, but she kind of felt and guilty in a way. And she dumped that body of the dude she murdered and, like, co- like, went to, like, like, ordered porn to cover it up. Here we are with the porn theme again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, this... Okay, we're back on air. We had a couple of blips. Um, so I'm recording this podcast on my Mac. And uh, I'm going to eventually get a digital audio recorder uh, is the plan to uh, capture all the audio. Um, and then also I'm going to be like, uh, so not every podcast we do will be audio video. Like, as what, excuse me, as a matter of fact, the last two we've done have been audio. The second episode of Life Unraveled was audio. The first one was audio video. So we're still getting all our technology lined out. I ordered a few cables I'm going to need yesterday. But essentially what just happened is Google Drive came on and started syncing the file uh, from this podcast while I was casting. And then that kind of stalled out the recording process in GarageBand, which is what I'm recording the uh, feed from the mixer into. So... Sorry about that. We're back on air. Uh, we've got Cora here. She was in the middle of talking about Black Mirror. Let's see. Where were we at? We were on the... Um, well, I mean, when did it shut down? We were talking about the crocodile. Oh, yeah. The murder lady. Uh-huh. So, um, I, I forget exactly where we were on it. But the insurance lady, you know, she's collecting all these memories so she can get this guy his... Uh, his money for getting hit by this pizza truck and she goes to this lady's house who just killed someone and she gets her memories and this the whole time this lady's just trying to like trick make her mind like okay you know you you saw the pizza truck because she did see the pizza truck but it just so happens she did a really terrible thing like 
at that same moment. And then tried to watch porn to cover it up. Mm -hmm. Like that was such a weird thing. Cause she like, like, um, like was really using that as a crutch and her excuse. Like the girl like came, came to her house, like, Hey, I need to see if you have a memory of the dude getting hit by the truck. And she's like, Oh, I'm all nervous. And she's acting all weird about it. And she's like, Oh, I watched porn. And, um, she's like, oh, I don't need to know about any of that, dude. Like, why are you telling me that? And it's cause she's super guilt ridden about murdering that dude and hiding his body. And she has like a husband and a kid and she's like cleaning out the back of her car and scrubbing the seats and doing like all the things a murderer would do to cover things up. Um, so anyway, when she gets her, uh, memories, um, everything comes flooding out and this lady insurance lady, Who's really gets freaked out? Yeah, it's totally freaked out as she should. And she's like, "I promise, I'm not going to tell anyone. I just, I forget about this whole thing. Who cares?" And um, anyone. Yeah, and so the lady goes and locks her up and beats her to death. But with a with like a piece of firewood. Yeah, it's crazy. Super morbid. Super weird. Um, and then she goes, because apparently, her car is like a smart car. And she can figure out where this lady's house is. She, because the lady's husband knew she was going there, and uh, she goes to her house and kills her husband. And then upstairs, she hears like a baby cry, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, I gotta kill the baby too." So not only was she an accomplice in that one, and back in her younger years, where they and then she murdered three people. Yeah, one of which was a child. Yeah, a baby hammered dude to death in the bathtub. And mm -hmm. then killed the baby. And the cop's like, oh, we have no idea who did it. But foreshadowing previously in the episode, it showed the husband bringing home to the insurance lady um, a guinea pig. And they used the same sort of technology to extract the video off the guinea pig of the lady murdering. So it's like shows this lady just being at like her... Her was it her daughter's like music recital, like singing her son. choir, uh, choir thing, and um, he's singing, and she's just like crying, and like everybody's like clapping and singing along, and she's just, like crying because she just murdered a child, freaking crazy. Um, so again, season four, people are mean and bad, cruel, indeed. Um, any other comments on? crocodile nope uh so episode four which you did not see is called hang the dj it's just like dating reality thing i think you would really like this episode so you you should probably watch it i would rewatch it with you but um basically you are like you go on these dates and share a domicile and all these things um with this dating system that has like a 99.8 percent like perfect match like and you have this pairing it's this big social thing and you're like in the program until you find your match and like you hit like what the expiration date is on this like echo dot type of a deal and it tells you like okay you are um your date expires in 36 hours so these people go on their very first date together and it's like oh well in 12 hours your date's over well then he goes on and gets a relationship later with somebody for like a year like, and he has to spend a year with this person. And I'm sure it's like that technology in other episodes where they make it seem a lot faster because, like, they realize later they become conscious that they don't remember anything before being in this dating game. And it's like a like a gated community, basically. And he's just like, they start being like, 
they're both going through these relationships and they're getting paired. And as soon as like one expires, they get paired to someone else. And like, they were each in love with each other. Like, but like they went on like a long time after, and then they get paired together again. So he hits like, he can't like live not knowing when the date's going to expire. Cause they're like, we're not going to hit the expiry date. We're just gonna, we're going to enjoy this. We want to be together. We've missed each other. And, um, their relationship expires or whatever. And then like, they go back to the dating grind and, uh, because he, he hit it early. Right. So like he hit it and you have to hit it at the same time as your partner. So like, we're going to be together for five years, but it went down to like an hour or something crazy because he was trying to look at it without her. And, um, anyway, so like they end up getting in this big argument and kind of splitting up and but then it's like they both get notified that they're going to be paired well then they are like no we're not going to be paired we're going to beat the system and run off together and then they realize that they're pretty much like in like an avatar type vr augmented reality dating game where they found each other and they went through this it's like kind of like a game but i i was i thought it was kind of cool and then um that was hang the dj I think you should watch that one. The other one was this thing called Metalhead with robotic dogs. What's crazy about this is that technology pretty much does exist. Um, this crazy dog that like chases this lady like they're, um, and it can launch these little things that like burrow in your skin that you have to dig out that are like tracking uh. devices. Yeah. Um, so it reminded me of watching uh, Jocko and Joe Rogan, like not super recently, but within the last six months. Oh, where, those things? Yeah, like they can like run and like one of like loses a leg, it can still get around. It's like these crazy robotic dogs, like ruling society for chasing people down. I don't know really what the whole premise was, but it had kind of that militaristic type future technology. And then there's another one called Black Museum. Did you watch any of that one with the doctor that like? He gets this thing to where, like, he can touch a patient and feel their pain and, like, diagnose what's going on with them. And he gets, like, addicted to the, the process. Mm. They, they, like, put the, this thing on their head and he can, like, touch and, like, oh, they've got appendicitis. I felt that 150 times. I know exactly. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's crazy is it, like, like he stays jacked in too long to somebody and like it becomes an addiction and like he develops like a need to be able to do it and it like starts ruining starts like ruining his relationship and stuff and like they like like you're playing on it they're like not only does um like he could like feel he what his partner was feeling so like he was like feeling both both ends of it like when they would have sex and stuff crazy but um Anyways, he ends up getting like an a an addict uh, essentially to this and becomes in a vegetative state and like loses his whole life. And I don't know, it was a super weird episode in which this lady stops in the desert to go to this black museum that has all this neurotechnology there. And uh, yeah, pretty wild. So I guess that wraps it up with a uh, review of Black Mirror seasons one through four. All the spoilers. After the show, Netflix Originals playlist. Check it out on Life Unraveled podcast. So uh, what did you think of your first podcast? Mm. Only I one minor hiccup. Uh, so I'm glad that um, we were able to bounce back from the recording stopping. Yeah. 
That would have been uh, detrimental. <coughs> That's why I'm I'm looking forward to when those cables get here. No, we're still going. Oh. So, yeah. Well, okay. I guess um, I guess that wraps it up. So, any closing remarks there, Cora? Godless and dark. Godless and dark. That's coming next on after the show. So uh, be sure you uh, check it out. We're gonna both be both next Netflix originals. Uh, we're yeah, those are both Netflix originals. Colby's your HBO guy. I'm your Netflix original. We're gonna be doing a season one review of Westworld, a season two theories, and then we'll do season two episode breakdowns of Westworld. We're gonna do a seasons one through seven breakdown and review of Game of Thrones, as well as a season eight theories episode on after the show. So, um, on those HBO shows, definitely, um, my friend Colby is going to be breaking those down with, uh, with me and Cora will be breaking down dark and godless on a future episode of after the show. All right. We'll talk to you guys later.